Good afternoon. I'm Jiang Li with today's episode of Easy News. Officials from Taiwan and the United States will hold an inaugural government-level bilateral science and technology meeting next year. The meeting is aimed at enhancing research and exchanges in the semiconductor sector, and it will be held in person here in Taipei as part of a bilateral science and technology agreement, which was signed last year between Taipei and Washington. The announcement comes after government officials from both sides wrapped up the second edition of the U.S.-Taiwan Economic Prosperity Partnership Dialogue, which focused on supply chain resilience, economic coercion, the digital economy, and 5G network security. Both sides reached a consensus during the dialogue to continue to deepen cooperation across the full spectrum of economic and commercial issues. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs says the Tsai administration will respect the outcome of Honduras' presidential election based on democratic principles. Ministry spokeswoman Joanne O oh says Taiwan is strengthening communications with all parties in Honduras, including the country's opposition, and explaining to them that Taiwan is a partner worthy of trust. However, O oh also warned that Honduras should be aware of being sucked in by what she's describing as China's flashy and false promises. Hondurans were heading to the polls this weekend, and Mara Castro of the opposition Labour Party has stated her intentions to sever ties with Taiwan in favor of Beijing if elected. In world news, the World Health Organization has warned that a further 700,000 people could die of COVID by March in Europe and parts of Asia. The death toll already exceeds 1.5 million in the 53 countries of what the WHO terms as its Europe region. The WHO warns of high or extreme stress in intensive care units in 49 of the nations by March 2022. Europe is facing a surge in cases, prompting Austria to return to lockdown and others to consider fresh measures. A number of countries, including France, Germany and Greece, could also soon make booster jabs a requirement for their citizens to be considered fully vaccinated. But several countries have seen fierce protests against new measures. Authorities say a bus carrying tourists back to North Macedonia crashed and caught fire in western Bulgaria, killing at least 45 people, including a dozen children. DNA tests are now being carried out to try to identify the victims, many of whom were badly burned. The bus apparently ripped through a guardrail on a highway early Tuesday. Photos taken shortly after the crash showed the vehicle engulfed in flames as plumes of thick black smoke rose. 
Seven survivors were taken to the hospital out of the 52 people on the bus at the time. The crash happened as a group of buses was returning from a trip to Turkey. It was a mixed day for the U.S. markets Tuesday, with the tech sector falling again. But investors remain upbeat about the Biden administration's decision to maintain stability at the Federal Reserve. William Denslow reports from New York. On Monday, President Biden announced he was nominating Jerome Powell to serve a second term as the chair of the Federal Reserve. That stability was welcome news for many investors on Wall Street and helped the Dow Jones close up more than half a percent Tuesday, with the S&P closing up 0.2 percent. There were losses for the tech-heavy Nasdaq, though, ending the day down 0.5 percent. Video conferencing company Zoom closed the day down nearly 15 percent, despite beating earnings estimates. The company, however, warned that business may cool as more people return to offices. And energy stocks rose despite President Biden's plan to release 50 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. William Denzelow, New York. That was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Jane Lee.